everybody, and welcome back to the Inverted Castle. I'm your host, Eric Fox, and joining me is a man who is known as Dragon Warrior in Japan, Mr. Thomas Blight. <laughs> oh god, I forgot the name of the hero. No, can't do that gag. Oh, well. Erdrick? Uh, yeah, it was something else in one of the games. I feel Probably. like the, the Nintendo translated ones had some weird, like, Leon or something, because they Flynn? needed to fit four characters. Probably. Uh, that's a tangent that I'm going down. Um, <laughs> All right. So getting us back on track, uh, yes. we were playing uh, Dragon Slayer 2 Xanadu, uh, yes. a game released in 1985. Oh man, I haven't done my research 1985 well. for the PC-88 by uh, Falcom, who people might know better as the people behind East and the uh, Legend of Heroes series. Uh, Trails of Cold Steel is still being uh, made to this day. But uh, this is one of their early joints, and it, um, not to spoil anything, uh, shows. <laughs> yeah, uh, 85, turns out, was uh, kind of a different era in video games in ways that I maybe didn't ex exactly respect. Yeah, this is 35 years ago from, uh, at least when we're playing and recording today. Um, and it predates, uh, like the original Metroid by some years. And, uh, so the fact that we're playing it at all was kind of like, we had heard that it's kind of a prototype to certain Metroidvania-ish concepts, but boy, is it a tough one to play. Yeah, it only predates Metroid by one year. Metroid's in 86. Really? Uh, but, yeah, I didn't do my research completely on this. I took <laughs> someone's list and was like, oh, this is a precursor. Let's check this out. Um, I have regrets. <laughs> <laughs> we all have regrets about Dragon uh, Slayer 2. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to almost say Warrior every time. That's all I can think. But maybe I'll just shorten it to Xanadu. Yeah, I, that's what a lot of things seem to refer to it as. Yeah, yeah. Any, yeah, any uh, Samuel Taylor Coleridge fans in the house? Uh, yeah, just for thoroughness, uh, I was playing Dragon Slayer 2 Xanadu on the MSX. Eric was playing it on the PC-88. Um, yeah, when I looked at some images for it, I actually saw like completely different art than what I saw. So now I'm kind of curious to see what the art you had looked like. Um scanline heavy um did you like did the graphics look better like are you talking about game like parts of the game or like just the um little images from when you're talking to like the king parts of the game um and it looked good uh i mean it was early sprite art but it looked decent for in the at the msx this game did get a somewhat sort of re-release on uh, the Saturn in Japan as part of a Falcom's Classics, uh, where they had a um, sort of like up upresed or um, just sort of uh, remade the graphics for the Saturn version. So you might have seen that stuff because I can tell you what I saw was very rough. Uh, I don't know, looking at these screenshots, uh, you and I may have been playing something that looked entirely different. Interesting. Well, but anyway. So, this game is looks rough, like, when you're, uh, <laughs> playing the game. So, okay, let's, let's start at the beginning. 
you you play this game as some guy that the king says, here's some money, go, go get trained up and slay the dragon who live in the hole. And so you do that, you just like run through a series of buildings, like going in, hey, this is the strength place, pay, pay gold for stat. And then you go through strength, agility, intelligence, all the good stuff. Uh, magic resist is very important. Uh, not all of them increase at the same rate, but you go in the hole, and if, at least on the version I was playing, you have to know that there's some copy protection, and if you don't scroll the screen to the left just enough to get the shaft off screen and then immediately turn back right, you can never start the game. Um, <laughs> you will just fall endlessly. Uh, I think after a certain number of times, you'll reveal a ladder, but... Um, Trying to play this game with no guide at first was an exercise in first, what the fuck are these controls, and then two, what is where is the game, please? <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the I'm stuck in the hole. But yeah, you buy items, and then it's a side-scrolling explore like dungeon crawl almost, where you're in a series of caves that like wrap uh, horizontally. And also do some fun things like teleport you, or like scroll infinitely. If you find uh, certain spots, you can just fall infinitely again. And you go through different towers. The towers are more like Zelda 1 style, except um, all they have are enemies and items. <laughs> it's hard to explain when there's so little that you're actually doing. It's you, you, you side scroll and you and then there's the sort of like top downish uh, situations when you're in battle and towers are just a series of battles and battles in this game are you kind of rub up your rub your face against the enemy and Rochambeau until you win or <laughs> optionally you can cast a spell you can only equip one at a time there's no MP so you can just do it forever but the animations start to take a while. And whether or not you kill him with Rochambeau or with your one spell, uh, you get experience in either Fighter or Wizard separately. And you can level up Fighter and Wizard concurrently. And the only way to progress is to get your level up. The doors are locked until you reach level thresholds that the game does not tell you. Yeah, um, and actually one of the weird things is that on the MSX version, they added a stat that I don't understand what it's supposed to be. Uh, CST. Oh yeah! Instead of getting money from the king, you just get points that you just like. Okay, yeah, use these at the um the shops to like basically like give out your stat points. Yeah, and so when I leveled up, if I leveled it up at the king, I got the CST to spend. Um, but if you level up at one of the temples, then you just got stats based on whether it was a fighter level or a wizard level. Yes, uh, fighters get strength and de like agility, obviously. Um, wizard gets intelligence and magic resist. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I, oh man. In order for me to get back to the king, like, um, from the first level, like, you, you go down, you get into the cave, first level, there's no way back, at, at least it doesn't seem like there is. You need to go to one vertical shaft in the middle of the <laughs> in the middle of the level 
know that, okay, I can fall infinitely here, but if I, like, have some crackerjack timing and hit the enter door key, which is spacebar, obviously, uh, as I fall past the door, that's how I get back to the surface and the only item shop in the game. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, there's a uh, I, I guess there's not other general items, right? No, Perhaps. you can. Yeah, there's the equipment you can buy, like shields, armor, and weapons, and the di- and different magical magic spells, which all basically do the same thing. Yeah, uh, I it's... rerolled a couple times to see the effects of different stats. Um, mm-hmm. By far, my most successful run is when I. Um, put a single point into Dex, um, and put everything else, uh, put it into everything else. Um, <laughs> Dexterity, it turns out, as at least as far as I could tell, only affects how slowly or fast you open treasure chests. So while <laughs> it was like five seconds to open a treasure chest <laughs> that an enemy dropped, um, I like was strong and. That wasn't very much of a problem. <laughs> okay, so. yeah, so let's get into the combat, because that's such a time waste in this game, because, again, as I said, you don't really have much control over it. Like, you kind of move your character around, and then it kind of, as you rub your face against them, it does a bunch of, like, hidden dice rolls to see, like, which attacks are connected, how much damage it does, and gives you a little feed in the thing of, like, oh, hit for 100 damage or whatever. Yeah, there's, like... I kept trying to figure out if there was actually some, like, mechanics there where, like, if I rubbed on an enemy's corner, then I would hit them and they wouldn't hit me back or something. I don't... I don't think that's true. No, if you're hitting them when, like, in a... If they're facing a different direction, I think that's better and they're not, like, actively hitting you. Yeah. Um, This obviously only accounts for uh, enemies that don't cast magic and... Oh, boy. Um... So, like, it's doing a bunch of hidden rolls, and eventually, like, you'll just hit them, they hit you, back and forth. Um, every, every, uh, encounter, like, if, if you're on the side-scrolling bits, um, which is, like, the general, like, meta dungeon, almost, um, you run into an enemy, then it transitions to a top-down thing where you fight between one and nine copies of that enemy. There are never any, like, different like enemy formations uh, other than where that same enemy is placed multiple times. And yeah, although every... multiple enemies can or like multiple types look like the same thing. Like yeah. there was like Goblin 200 which was fine, but Goblin 500 would fuck you up. Yep, yep. Sometimes <laughs> enemies just have more powerful versions of themselves uh, and you have to look at the the readout of just a bunch of numbers to know, okay, that's their health, and what order they're in is inscrutable. You don't know which accounts to run until you start hitting them. Um, but, like, every single one of them drops a chest, which will contain some amount of gold generally, and if you kill the last, when you kill the last one with a single target attack, either your uh, uh, single target magic or your just smashing your face against them. Then there'll be an item of different value, sometimes a lot of gold, well, a lot in quotations, or an item like the spectacles, which give you 
more detailed stats or a potion, which is so necessary to keep you alive in these huge dungeon crawls. <laughs> but, like, they all do. So the fact that I'm hearing that you have a slow chest opening <laughs> animations <laughs> when what this game is is grind until you're strong enough, it's going to take a while. And the fact that you're just... It takes even longer just to get the rewards to stave off entropy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was kind of annoying, and I did end up putting some points into it later just to make it a little faster. Um, yeah. uh, but the other thing, and I guess the really useful thing about enemies dropping uh, the chests, uh, is that the chests body block for you. They do, and that's um, crucial. So it was kind of convenient being able to walk into a chest without opening it. <laughs> because, like, I could hit a chest, move, and, like, move around it, and not really be afraid of the fact that my cover would suddenly be gone. Which yep. is <laughs> a weird, weird side perk of this slow chest opening. Yeah, um, you don't get a lot of control in the combat. Like, so this game uh, controls with the numpad, uh, and... Strangely enough, in the side-scrolling sections, you have eight directional movements. You can do a little, like, corner, like, a little jump to the top right or top left. Yeah. But uh, in the, like, t uh, top-down sections, uh, only cardinal directions, maybe. Yeah. At least in the version I played. I can't speak to the MSX. The version I played let me use the arrow keys. Uh, oh man, lucky you. I tried using the arrow keys and it kept giving me weird symbols. I think they were hotkeys for different spells I didn't have. Oh, fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the other thing, I guess, with chests that I wanted to mention is that starting out I was using magic a lot because I could not understand the, rub the rubbing it on each other combat. <laughs> um, and if you magic at a chest, it just destroys it. Yes, and it just says unlucky or something like that. Yeah, so I I draw I broke a lot of chests before I got the hang of things. Yep. Uh, one thing to note is that there isn't an infinite amount of anything in this game. Um, enemies will on the um, in the side scrolling sections will respawn four times and no more. Uh, in all the uh, little mini dungeons called towers that you'll need to run through to for items and uh, occasionally uh, key items and bosses, uh, they they're one and done. So if you destroy that chest, that's gold you just don't have. Yeah, that's uh, a little rough. Yeah, but there is. Some cool things about this game, like I was talking about in the uh, in the side scrolling when you're trying to explore the dungeon, it's a lot. It's a lot of BS, but there is movement tech. <laughs> yeah, I found that a little strange. The the movement tech stuff, um, but it yeah. seemed like it really wanted me to do it because like there were a couple places, especially in the second uh, la layer, um, which mm -hmm. is the furthest I got to. Oh, I got as far as World Five, baby. Oh. But um, I only did that after I, like, I got to World 3, natural style, and then I'm just like, okay, I just need to, like, f like mess around with this game a little bit, and I cheated myself all of the gold. Um, 
just to see, okay, what are all the different spells like? What does it look like when I'm dealing a bunch of damage and not getting hit? Uh, turns out magic still will destroy you because armor doesn't do anything. Um, and magic will eventually just be, okay, it hits everything in the room. Just spam that because otherwise I'm just dying. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that actually gets to there very quickly. It's the second spell can do that. Although yeah. then there's enemies that are then immune to that spell. So you have like, to upgrade. The Yeah, the only reason is that, oh, this doesn't do anything now. I think the first enemy I saw was the fire elemental that just was not affected by your uh, starting, like, um, needle shoot uh, beam. Yeah. Yeah, that and one's so have... affected by deluge, and I don't know that it's affected by anything else. Probably not. Like, Deluge is just a water spell and it's fire. Makes sense. You I eventually mean, you can get attack a, it. You eventually get a non-elemental uh, hit everything spell, but it's mad expensive, so you probably don't see it till late, 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 late game. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's certain spots in World 2 and World 3 where you could theoretically just buy an item called the Winged Boots and let you fly over it. But you can also do a weird thing where you kind of jump to the right, and for a frame, if you hit uh, jump to the left, you then do a little triangle jump, and you can like climb these little overhangs using it. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Shame about and the actually, rest of the game. Speaking of that, I guess that that's like the most Metroidvania-esque element of this is the items um, for navigating on the overworld. Yeah, because you get a few. You get the winged boots uh, to kind of fly, but you can also get the mattock, which will just destroy parts of terrain. Yeah. Uh, which you can use to like just bypass certain um, like walls if they're annoying. Like not every wall, but um, most of them seem susceptible to it. But also, since you can only aim like directly below you or below you and in front. Uh, its use was limited. Oh, you can't diagonal shoot it? Not, like, it, diagonal below you. You can't shoot it right in front of you is the thing. Oh, I see. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. And then there's the mantle, which will let you just pass through walls or climb through walls or the uh, little pillars around the uh, the level. It, it's got some stuff. It doesn't explain any of this, and this is one of the things where I could not imagine what the manual looks like. Oh man, I bet the manual's super thorough. <laughs> apparently, apparently, at least for the MSX version, it'll list like potential like builds, and they name them, and like, oh, you can try this for this style of combat. The, the warrior, uh, don't don't invest anything in Int or anything like that. Oh yeah, I saw is, that. I'm looking which is a guy. bad idea. Uh, you 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 need magic for this game, not only because certain enemies just will like machine gun you down with their uh, uh, ranged, uh, no travel time uh, magic that just pierces armor, but also because since this game requires that you hit level thresholds, uh, investing all the way in one tree, basically, like if it's just you're getting fire levels, the way that experience levels scale means that it's going to get harder and harder and harder to reach those caps without a furious amount of grinding. <laughs> Which is also limited, as you said before. Which is also limited, hmm. and is also subject to this 
sort of attrition-based gameplay of I need to fight enough things to get strong enough so that the gold I'm getting is not just getting always reinvested in getting my health back so I can then fight more things. I need better stuff, so I need to get a profit here. <laughs> Capitalism, the RPG. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this, this game is mean. <laughs> uh, did you actually fight the bosses in the levels? I did. Yeah. I only um, fought the octopus. Um, hey, I was rather what? annoyed that the octopus is apparently immune to all of the magic I had. Maybe I didn't have high enough int, or... Maybe um, needed higher level magic? I don't know. It, like, good luck. The game's not gonna tell you, so, uh, good luck, um, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, be, be, get better. Uh, get your numbers up. <laughs> uh, maybe you didn't ex- level up the specific magic enough. Oh, yeah. Because there's... that's a thing this game does. Yeah, there's also hidden, or, I mean, it's not super hidden. You can look at your experience rank with, uh, different weapons and items and spells every item every weapon every armor every spell has individual experience that you're leveling it up with and you can check it there's no label so you just have to like it's just a series of numbers and even if you don't have it it'll just show zero 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 and you just have to know that oh the seventh item in this list corresponds to like thunder spell cool i guess that number is going up or, like, if you use winged boots enough times, by the fourth time, I had, like, twice the time with it. Yeah. But, uh, good good news about the boss front. Uh, I fought two of them. They were both the Kraken. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe there aren't, uh, multiple bosses. There's just the Kraken. There's a Kraken. I think there's another one in World 5, which I never actually got to. And then there's King Dragon, at the very least, at the end. Uh, um, he's the Dragon Man who live in the hole. He's the guy we're supposed to slay to Xanadu. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, putting this game into some context. So it released in 1985. Other games yeah. that released in 1985. Um, oh god, I'm gonna butcher this. Um, Hell yeah. Yi Yi R Kung Fu. Oh, Yi R Kung Fu. Foundation for modern fighting games. Uh Paperboy, Gradius, Commando. Uh Are these Ghosts the arcades? And... Yeah, this is the arcade list. Ghosts okay. and Goblins, uh Gauntlet, uh Space Harrier, uh the non-arcade uh list of notable titles, uh Super Mario Bros, Duck Hunt. Uh, why is this only Nintendo? Is this? I guess maybe this is during the collapse of the this console. Around that time, I think. Um, on computers, uh, Ultima Four. Okay. Uh, Hydlide Two, which my understanding is Hydlide is very similar to Dragon Slayer. Yes, it is. A, it's like a top-down action RPG. Yeah. Uh, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, the Oregon Trail original. The original release of Oregon Trail. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, like, this is sort of on the cusp of a lot of changes. Like, a lot of the, thi- the things that we know actually come out in 1986. Um, yes. So particularly Metroid and The Legend of Zelda uh, are both in 86. 
Right, and this is uh, you said Super Mario Brothers, or just the uh, like the like uh, multiplayer pipe game. This is Super Mario Bros. Yeah, the the okay the first uh platformer, not the multiplayer the platformer. Pipe game. Okay, so we had good games. This game has no excuse for being like it is. I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's fair. I don't know. It, I think it was trying to accomplish something pretty specific based on like uh, the probably early D and D. Yeah, think. it it really reminds me more of like a wizardry style dungeon crawl than any sort of Metroidvania. And also, a very important thing to keep in mind is that we're standing on 35 years of history and retro like uh, hindsight. If I if I start getting my dander up, <laughs> I am doing so with the knowledge that I'm looking at it through a modern lens and not trying to say that, oh man, what were they thinking at the time? Actually, D&D was already pretty old by this point. Man, D&D came uh, out in 74. Yeah, this would have been around AD&D? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, I do, do not understand all of these acronyms. Beck me? was uh, the current version of Dungeons uh, & Dragons. Um, I, I'd rather not Beck you, honestly. B-E-C-M-I? I don't know. Yeah. But Un- unfamiliar. AD&D 2nd uh, edition was 89. Oh, okay. But not for a while. Um, there were uh, NES games that were based on that, but I guess uh, still a bit early. Yeah, so definitely they were trying to evoke that particular feeling. Um, so I don't consider this a metroidvania uh no although i'm having trouble like really like explaining definitively why but i just know like when i'm playing i'm not getting the same feeling at all it it's like there is exploration but that's only in service of the core gameplay of grind until your numbers are big loser yeah i mean like the items are at least interesting to get though i don't know if you really need to solve any puzzles with them like i suppose solving puzzles like getting past fire elementals by getting magic is sort of like that i mean you can you can just fight fire like you can just rub up against them and and beat them beat fire down with your with your dagger the fire Uh, 100 was very strong though oh yeah you it's but it's like a stat check rather than a puzzle to be solved that's fair uh, and also, all the items in the game are available to you from the get-go, provided you have money and the charisma to make them affordable enough. Mm. Um, like, l- later spells are obviously just, like, combat um, like upgrades, but you can get boots or um, the matic from the get-go and just kind of, like... Or the lamp, which is, which is I would say, necessary, technically. <laughs> it's not, but... Most towers you enter will are just pitch black. You don't even know which where the doors are. Um, although, oh, and uh, yeah. the towers are just a series of square rooms. They all look the exact same. They just have different monsters and items in them occasionally. Uh, and that lock doors me. out the wazoo. Speaking of the doors and the towers. Uh, oh, did you get locked in? No. Uh, oh, although that is possible. and That, that was is so possible. Because you'll enter a room, you like lock a, unlock a door, enter the room. The door leading back is a separate door that also has a lock on it. If you don't have enough keys, uh, you're done. <laughs> when I was uh, like first 
delving into it, I was having a lot of trouble going through the doors. Like, I don't know, you need, like, a pretty pixel-perfect alignment on them. And so, like, the first thing I was like, okay, it looks like this door was open, but I'm not getting through it. Is there some kind of, like, weird mechanic that I'm not understanding where I haven't actually cleared this room to be able to get through the door or something? I don't know. It's that kind of game where you're not sure if there's an, an arcane mechanic for the simplest things. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, when you're in the top-down section, like, um, like con- control is very, um, like, acute. It's you're, You can go, like, pixel up, pixel down, and you have to be dead on, otherwise you're just running into a wall. Uh, whereas, at least for the version I played, uh, side-scrolling, it's almost tile-based, where, like, the way this, the screen scrolls is uh, very choppy. Yes. Uh, you, you Running occupy... at maybe eight frames a second. <laughs> it's which makes the the fact that occasionally the level will just teleport you randomly with no animation or real signal, other than the uh, environment changed. Except the way the environment changed looks identical to the choppiness of just running around normally. So good luck. Like this game requires that you draw a map, but also kind of punches you in the eye every time you try to. <laughs> I didn't experience that. Is that a thing in the later levels? Yeah, dude. Uh, not only is it a thing, it is necessary to progress that you find a war point like, uh, to the one door that gets you to the next level. Hmm. In fact, there's one where you have to take a warp. Well, after you do that, you jump up to take a second warp, and then it puts you in front of the door that if you haven't gotten enough experience and leveled up enough yet, you are trapped. Oh, fun. That's... This game is this game is really mean. <laughs> and we haven't even talked about karma yet. This game has a karma stat about fighting certain enemies. Did oh, you yeah. even Did you run into any any enemies that um would give you karma if you fought them? No, but I think I saw it in the like instructions that I read that was like don't fight butterflies. Yeah, don't fight butterflies. In World 3, there's a particularly nasty group of, like, ghosts that sort of teleport around the room and fire magic at you. And so what will happen is you're trying to get through it without touching any of them, and then one will just, like, teleport in front of you before you can react, and you just one-shot it because they're actually really weak. Yeah. And, yeah, and then if you don't have any karma, then you can't level up, I think was the thing. If you have anything more than zero... So, like, if you if you hit like if you kill a single enemy, if you have anything more than zero, you can no you can no longer level up. You can no longer get the final um, like uh, weapon that you need to beat King Dragon. Um, but also, like, just not being able to level up means you can't progress until you um, get your karma down, which uh, can only be done by in increments of five from drinking poison. Yeah, that what was with that. Poison I, I... gets a lot more prevalent in later worlds, I will tell you, so it's not like it's a huge problem if you're being careful and not drinking all the poison you see. Like, it'll, they'll stick around if you can remember in the, like, 20 by 20 grid, like, samey towers where you left a bunch of poison around. And also enemies drop it, so, like, I'll be running into chests trying to get the drop, and then, oh, it was poison. Cool, I lost half my health. Yeah, that was not fun when they 
introduced the uh, scorpions. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yep, you get shit. You get shit. In, fa- in fact, you get worse than shit. You- I mean, it, maybe it was useful if you had karma. I think there was something also saying that you could, if you didn't have gold when you saved, you would get karma. So here's the thing about saving. So, like, obviously we both played on an emulator, so we were kind of exempt from this. I mean, I didn't uh, use save states, so... I did, because... <laughs> well, or rather, I did after I gained karma trying to save, because to save in this game costs 100 gold per level. Like, And also, it's like all your levels combined, so if you have two fighters and one wizard, that's about uh, 300 gold. Um, every time you want to save. And because this game is very brutal about running into enemies that will just one-shot you or, like, uh, surround you, and, like, because if you're not facing the enemy, you don't get your shield defense, so it's it's rough. Uh, you want to save often, especially before you enter a dungeon that you're not even sure you can find the way back out of. Uh, if you ha- don't have enough gold to save, you get karma. Every time. And oh, for me, it also auto-saved when you entered the dungeon. Oh, when you enter, Okay. And actually, I abused that a lot, because I'm not sure that one costed you gold. That might have also happened, but... Um, also, I think when you enter the boss arena, it also auto-saves. Yes. Which was, you know, like, nice and a surprisingly, like, modern thing to do of, like, oh... You know, we really shouldn't make you, like, trudge all the way through this to fight the boss again. We're just going to save you right before the boss. Yeah, like an actual checkpoint if you squint. Yeah. It's, uh, like, for a game that seems to just not want to explain anything and actively try and mess with the player, it's like, oh, cool. Like, is, I never had to. But could you like just like leave the boss arena without killing him if you if it was too tough? Oh yeah. Okay, cool. Like I I definitely like made a couple attempts against them and was just like, oh okay, guess I don't have enough potions to take on this uh, octopus. I'm just gonna leave. Yeah, I ended up like gr- like because the first boss in world in level one is n- at n- like just not. Uh, necessary to kill, like he guards a strength upgrade. Like yeah. if you he gets like there's an item that when you pick it up, it just automatically used your strength goes up. Cool, cool, cool. So he's not necessary. So I just went to level two and then level three and then back to level one because there's a, a little shortcut thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then fought him probably quite a bit later than you're supposed to, and then I didn't fight the <laughs> the. The big Kraken Redux uh, in World Three until I'd already basically given up on playing this game correctly. Because <laughs> um, this game takes hours to get to a just like, and it's all the same thing. Mm. You're kind of fighting the same enemy, just like clearing out the overworld and going through the towers, which all look the exact same, all the same tiles, like. It's just a box. There's there's nothing in them other than thing numbers that you want to make to go to zero, so your numbers go up. Yeah. And, and the combat is just rub your face against the enemy and try and dodge when they start getting projectile magic. 
and you can't yeah. dodge when you first enter the uh, room because you're in the doorway, so you have to eat a bunch of damage regardless, unless you have a hit everything spell that you spam. It's uh, it's not fun, <laughs> and it and it, it was not fun in a way that just grates on you after a while, because it's not getting better, and you know in your heart that there's just... The game's already shown its whole hand. This is what it is. Your numbers aren't high enough yet. Get better numbers. <laughs> Even if you buy the best equipment, it's not as good as it... Like, it's not better than what you had before yet, because you have to level the equipment up. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's fair. You gotta learn how to use your stuff, I guess, is what it's trying to do, but... I've never been very big on that mechanic, that type of mechanic in general. Yeah, it it basically made like um, what's supposed to be like, oh, finally, I got enough gold, I can upgrade. Let's give them hell. Into oh, I'm I'm actually bad at this for a while. I hope I still have enemies that are killable. Yeah, clearly you should have been saving all of your magic gloves and uh, I forget what the the rod. Um, so that you can go back to them after buying a new thing and level up the, the weapon and... Yeah, there are items that drop that seem to do nothing unless you're actually paying attention to that one screen with all the numbers and knowing which numbers correspond to which things so you know that, oh, that number went up means I got experience, I guess. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep, yep. I kept thinking, like, oh, I got a magic glove. I wonder if it's better than my currently equipped shield, which are gloves. Nope. Doesn't count. Yeah, that also confused me a lot. Also, do you... <laughs> the thing I had to look up is uh, what what fire crystals do. Uh, what do fire crystals do? I don't remember. So the fire crystal is how you teleport uh, back a level. So if you're in level 2 and you want to get quickly get back to level 1, you can use one of those, which you need to buy. Uh, yeah. I think I might have found one naturally. Uh, black onyx is how you go the opposite, which is down one. But fun fact, it teleports you to the exact same X Y coordinate in the level uh, that you uh, were at in the other one. Uh oh. So <laughs> what happened is every time I tried that, I'd end up in a wall, and it saves <laughs> because every time you use one, it auto saves when you go to a different level. So I had to be um, very thankful I had a mantle to just kind of. Uh, run out of that, but that's, oh. a, that's a way you can uh, screw your save file up. Fun times. It's a lot of... This This game is... This game sucks ass and I love it, kind of. <laughs> like, there's a lot... Like, I, I hate playing it, but there are a lot of concepts in this game I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, give me the garbage. <laughs> that's like I, I, I ass kissed. I was I was laughing pretty hard when I ran into those karma enemies in World Three. Just like, oh, oh, these are these enemies. <laughs> and there's also in game there's no way to check if like, an enemy gives you karma until you kill it and then check your karma to see if it's gone up. It's not so, something that maybe the lens does because that would actually be kind of an interesting thing that the identifier least... is like, yo, don't kill these. As far as I could tell, the lens just gives stats of, like, okay, yeah, it does this amount of attack, defense, and, like, HP. 
it could because I didn't. I definitely didn't try. I definitely like because I needed to have anything else equipped. Um, you only get one slot for an item that you have on you that you can use mid combat. You can't change your equipment mid combat, so you gotta prepare beforehand. And I needed potions on hand, otherwise I was just getting like curb stomped, even with uh, end game gear after I gave myself all the gold. <laughs> Yeah, magic's brutal. Like it, like uh, there are enemies that will just laser fire. Like as long as they have line of sight on you, it's instant and it's damage and it's dealing like a quarter of your entire health bar when I'm at an appropriate level. Huh. And you didn't then go level all the stats. <laughs> oh, I no, I like I restarted the game so that I could start the game with maximum like the stats from the uh, like the king gives you gold and then you can like allocate it. Yeah. You only get to allocate it up to 100 in each stat. Mm -hmm. And then it just stops letting you buy more stats, even if you have the gold. Uh, and then even, like, 100 agility and 100 magic resist was still yep. getting hit instantly. <laughs> Man, that's... Yep. But... sucks. <laughs> it's... Yeah. This game sucks. I kinda love it. <laughs> Despite what I've been saying and how I've been, uh, you know, yeah. Have we been it's... dunking on it? Yeah, it was actually, like, kind of fun to play. In... I don't know, like... <laughs> like, I think, I think the, the two of us, we've played some JRPGs in our time. We're not unknown to the concept of grinding and the fact that a number going up feels good. I do like having big numbers. The fact yeah. is that the biggest number is the time investment and looking down at the my PC clock and realizing I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah. Um and also like the sound design is not that good. You got um, maybe two tr two music tracks. Um Yeah, my wife one... forbid me from playing it without headphones on <laughs> because apparently the uh, the music track just burrowed into her skull. Uh, yeah, I, I I turned that off after the second hour, I think. I kept, like, turning it back on to see if it changes if you're in, like, a dungeon or, like, at later levels. By At least by World 5, same music. <laughs> uh, the same little bleeps and bloops when you're, uh, running into enemies. It's, uh... <laughs> it was certainly of a time. Yep. Man. Yeah, so, yeah. Neither of us finished it, and I hope you can see with good reason. <laughs> <laughs> because, man. Yeah, um, apparently you need to get four crowns, like, and like, it's in every odd-numbered dungeon, starting at World 3. There's just one of the towers... Also, some of those start to loop, which also, you know, good luck making maps of them. Uh, you need to find whatever boss there is, kill it, and get the MacGuffin, the crown. And then, if you don't, you can't get into the final level. And bosses are n not um, foreshadowed well. Oh yeah, they're, they're just like a room. They're just a room in a dungeon, or a tower. Sorry in a tower and if you don't know that going in 
all of a sudden you're just exploring and then boss fight. Good luck. But thankfully you can just escape immediately, I guess. Yep. Yep. But yeah, I don't think this is a Metroidvania. <laughs> I like you can see some concepts of oh yeah, you can like platform-ish with the clunkiest controls ever and but all all the items are available from the get-go. There's and the core loop, the thing you do most of the time is rub your face against uh sprites and make your numbers go up. Yeah, I'm really glad that things embraced like having proper animations and like swinging weapons at things rather than uh rub rub your character up against an enemy. Yeah, uh I this friction-based gameplay was not really doing it for me. Um there's actually a spiritual like remake on the NES called Faxanadu as well. Yeah. Uh Famicom Xanadu, which plays a lot more like Zelda 2. It was it's a side scrolling you you swing your sword, you got like MP and stuff, but it's does not have the same like uh loop in the same way as uh it's it's an action RPG. There there are actual uh, like individual enemies, there's platforming uh and it's not just the same dungeon, the same tile set, the same music forever. Uh, still pretty rough to play, but um, if you have a choice between one of the two, I know I know which one I would pick. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Um, so one of the reasons that I chose this is that I did research somewhat poorly, I suppose. Um, you since did this then, to me. I I found uh, Jeremy Parrish's excellent series, Metroidvania Works. Yes, he's the guy that, I guess, popularized the term Metroidvania. Yes, he insists that he did not coin it. <laughs> um, uh, it belongs to the world now. Yeah, and Metroidvania Works brings up a lot of these, like, uh, sort of early action RPGs. Xanadu and Xanadu showed up in that. Yeah, I can see why, like, it... Like, it's one of those things where, like, Metroidvanias might not exist in the way they do without them, but they don't quite count. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't do the appeal to authority. I'm not going to just take his <laughs> word. That's fair. And, I mean, he, he definitely, even though he says Metroidvania is a word that uh, doesn't mean anything and is made up... Um, he definitely has, like, a distinction between, like, Metroidvania proper and the precursors. Yeah, um, that's that's just a thing I think most people do with any genre. Of It's just a collection of points of reference, and where one fits basically just determines, like, where, like... It's a personal understanding of how all these things relate. Yeah. Definitions are weird. Genres are weird. I think yep. we've been over this. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I. It was an interesting excursion. Definitely the oldest game I've played, I think. Uh, I don't know. When did Tetris... Tetris is, is later, right? I'm actually not sure. 
Uh, Tetris is uh, originally 84, so it's one year before that. Yes, I played the, the the NES version. I never played the, I guess, original computer-based one? Yeah, and I'm wondering if, like, I, I, I don't know, does, like, Pac-Man count and Missile Command? Does it have to that's be on true. its original system? That's That's true. I guess I've played those, like, but... This one has a very unique design to it. Um, I was not a Japanese technophile in the mid-80s, so I can't <laughs> really appreciate it in the context in which it was made. You weren't a Japanese kid really into Dungeons & Dragons in 84? <laughs> I wasn't even a person in 84. Yeah, is, me too. Is actually, yeah. But it's certainly like a thing where... Game design tropes hadn't yet come up yet, and so there's like just a lot of things where, oh man, this game has checkpointing as well as random teleports into unwinnable game states. It's weird. Yep. But I think we can kind of put this one to bed at this point, unless you have any other uh, no I've... niggling criticisms for it. Yeah, I think I think think we're good with this, and we can wrap up. <laughs> Okay, so next time, uh, I, I've been given the honor of choosing our next. Uh, yeah, uh, I made a horrible mistake, so you get to choose this time. <laughs> and I wanted to make something more modern, definitely, and something that is, I think, more story based, or at least, uh, like it has it has a much stronger narrative uh, in contrast to this one, which was Kill Dragon Man. Like, literally nothing else. Yeah. So, have you ever um, heard of or played the game Iconoclasts? Uh, I have heard of it. Uh, I have not played it yet. Um. Yeah, it was released about three years ago. Um, I played through it basically on release. Uh, I remember quite enjoying it, but I don't remember, like, how much it counts as a Metroidvania, I think, is uh, up for discussion. But also, I remember really being in, like, being impressed by what the game was like trying to tell with its uh, with its story. So, cool. I think if you are interested, we should play the game Iconoclast by uh, Joachim Sandberg or Cognac. Sounds pretty good to me. And I mean, it's got that like GBA ish art style that I really like. It's got it's yeah. It's got a very unique art style that I think most of uh, the developers' games has. He's also was um, the person behind Noi Two Love One and Two. Um, those games are more uh, are less Metroidvania, more action platformers. What I think it should be a good time. Definitely right. more completable than Dragon Slayer Two Xanadu. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, so, something from this decade, definitely. <laughs> but anyway, I think that's it for me then. Alright. I've been Eric Fox. And I'm Thomas Blight. And we'll see you next week on the Inverted Castle. 